Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You have found me at my little corner of the internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John, and today is Tuesday, February 23rd. Today, I've got a really wonderful friend on the show with me today. Nancy Manos is here. She's a homeschooling mom of 20 years. I met her when I had the privilege of speaking for the AFI conference in Arizona many moons ago, and this woman is a treasure trove of information and encouragement, and today, we're going to help you find your people. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. So it's the 23rd of February, which means we are rounding the bend. We have made it through February. We are almost to the one year anniversary of the Rona moment of silence for the worst year of our lives. Okay, that's over. So you guys know that I have been uh, writing Bible studies at MomStrong International now for several years. We're finishing up the book of Titus. Right now, I hope you guys are really enjoying it. For the month of March and for April, we're going to be taking you through my book, Becoming MomStrong, How to Fight with All That's in You for Your Family and Your Faith. We're going to be doing some awesome giveaways. It's going to be great. You have to be a member of MomStrong International to join that study with me. Of course, you don't have to be a member to get the book and, and the study, but there's a, a book and there's a six-week study, which I will be stretching out into eight weeks. I meet with everybody once a week and we talk about, usually we talk about the Bible study. In this case, we're going to be talking about the book, Becoming Mom Strong, and also the Becoming Mom Strong Bible study. So if you're interested in joining us, I have heard that uh, inventory for that book is running low. So please check it out. You can find the book right now, I believe, uh, at your local bookstore from Tyndale.com, from Heidi St. John. If you're a member of Mom Strong International, we've got a 15% off coupon for you for those books as long as supplies last. So I have a feeling they're going to sell out. So if you guys are interested in joining me to go through Becoming Mom Strong, I think it's going to change your life. I wrote that book in 2016, not knowing how completely relevant and important it would be for right now. So I'm excited to be able to share that with you guys and to go through it. My staff and I were talking about this and we realized that for all the time that we've been doing Mom Strong International, we've never actually taken you guys through becoming mom strong, which I was like, my bad. <laughs> we should probably we should probably do that. So we're going to take a, a break from our normal format. And for the months of March and April, we're going to go through becoming mom strong. This weekend, I'm going to be in Virginia near Fredericksburg. If you are interested in coming out to hear me speak, I'll be talking on parenting and uh, love to see you guys and shake your hand and hear how things are going for you and pray with you. So if you're interested in attending that event, I am told that tickets are close to being sold out. You can find them at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. I will link back to that in the show notes today. All right, without further ado, I want to introduce my friend Nancy to you. Nancy is a wealth of information about homeschooling. She has graduated both of her homeschool daughters. She taught them from preschool through high school and has spoken on this at AFI. I first heard her. When people ask me about it, I think about Nancy. The first word that comes to my mind is joy. She is passionate about encouraging and equipping parents in their home education adventure. And today we're going to talk about what it takes to find your people and help you be successful in homeschooling. Nancy, my friend, welcome to the show. Thanks, Heidi. It's great to be with you. So usually we're just chatting it up on the phone, but now we're on the radio. That's weird. It's exciting. 
I am excited to kind of jump right into this conversation with you. You, but first of all, I think since you've never been on the show before, probably let's talk a little bit about why you decided to homeschool. Because there are people who are listening to this going, what, what would, what would make a woman who is in her right mind want to stay home with her kids all day long and homeschool them? So what was your road to deciding to homeschool your kids? Sure. Well, when we were young parents, our girls were like one and three. They're 20 months apart. We had met a family at church and became friends with them. And they had two boys that were a little bit older, two or three years older than our girls. And we, as we got to know them, we noticed something very different about their family. There was a respect and a sweetness and they were very close and I loved the one thing that really stood out was these little boys would talk to me Mrs. Manos how's your day going you know you know ask questions and things like that and just that they were so respectful and there was that sweet relationship with their parents but they were also really open to talking to other people adults kids whatever and it sparked something in me i was like i want to learn more about that there's something special about that family then i started noticing more people and as james and i started talking about it we realized that our children are a gift from the lord it's a stewardship to raise them and it's still our responsibility if we put them in someone else's care eight hours a day. And wouldn't it be a lot easier to take that responsibility and run with it if we had them home with us? And so that's kind of how we got embarked on this whole adventure. Well, and you know, as I do, that we embark on the adventure and it always turns out to be a little different than we thought, right? Oh, so yes. <laughs> there, there are moments when you're just like, okay, so we thought we were going to do math today, but we're not because we can't get along or the kids are arguing or mom's just having a meltdown or whatever it is. And you realize pretty quickly, or at least I did, right, right out of the shoot. I need to find people around me if I'm going to be successful. I mean, the Bible says we've been created for relationship first with our creator and then for relationship with each other. And it's probably, I think, even more important for homeschool moms. And I know that you uh, that you found your people. And so that's kind of where I want to I want to just start the conversation around this idea of, first of all, saying that homeschooling doesn't mean and this is a complete fabrication. People talk about you must be so isolated. You guys homeschooling. You just don't know anybody. Your kids can't interact with other human beings because you keep them locked up all day long. But that's not the case at all. What was your experience when you were educating your children? They began to really want to do like play dates and things like that. How did you navigate that with your kids? Sure. Well, I will say that you don't need anyone but yourself and the Lord to successfully homeschool, but you are absolutely right. We are created by God to be part of the body, to be part of community. And so I found that having friends that were like-minded on that similar, not that we're all the same, everybody's journey is different, but if you have friends around you that for your kids are also homeschooled, they don't feel like the weird one. Right, and then right. For, for you as a mom, like we need other people who have the same vision so that we can walk alongside one another and there are challenging times and it's so great to be able to speak life to another mom that's struggling. Or if you're having a hard time, you know, your kids aren't motivated or cooperating or whatever the difficulty might be to have someone else who loves the Lord, who loves your family and is passionate about homeschooling to be able to encourage you and remind you of what's good and true and right to get you kind of back on track. So we found 
friends in kind of a natural way. You know, we looked for like this one couple that we met when we lived in Minnesota. We did things with their homeschool group when our girls Wait, you were... lived in Minnesota? Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Arizona girl? Arizona girl? Is that why you live in Arizona? It you is live in 100% why. I was born <laughs> and raised. We got married and had kids and spent 30 years in Minnesota and decided we hate winter. So here we are. Get out of town. This is this is a new... I've known you for years. This is a new fact about you. I shall a put it in revelation. my diary. <laughs> So moving to Arizona, we went to the AFI homeschool convention. We moved here in April. We went to the convention in July. And there was a gentleman that had a booth in the exhibit hall, and he was promoting a homeschool PE class that he was doing around our valley. The nice thing about Arizona is pretty much from October through April or May, uh, you can have PE at a park. And so that was where we really connected to begin with was We went to PE once a week, and those families became my friends, and they became my girls' friends, and really, the girls remained friends, and some of those ladies are still some of my dearest friends. Mm, I love that. And they really do, like, you you need your people. I'm always, you know, I'm always telling moms, like, you can't tell a mom who doesn't homeschool. She's not going to understand the days when you're just like, when you say, I want to quit, what you, you don't mean I want to quit. What you mean is I want you to tell me you're right. You should, you deserve to quit. Girl, you are, yes, you are killing it as a homeschool mom. You talked to, like I talked to my mom when I first started homeschooling and I, the first time I said to my mom, this is so hard. What am I even doing? And she was like, right. What are you even doing? Put your kids on a school bus like a normal person and get your life back. Right. That wasn't what I needed. I needed someone to say, you know what? I'll be right over. What do you, you need a mocha with double whip, don't you? Yes. Sprinkles on top. I will be there in 15 minutes. That's what you need. And that's why your people are so important. And it's so important that they be homeschoolers. Yes. Yeah. Because we really are counterculture when we choose to teach our children at home. We're going upstream. There's resistance. There's people who are critical of it. And when you have those people that are like-minded, who have that same vision, there's strength that comes from that. And you get courage and motivation. And there's some enthusiasm that comes too when you know you're not alone. Yeah. And I think too, boy, the adversary of our souls loves an isolated target. You know, absolutely. If you're isolated, then you're more likely to hear the voices in your head. You know, the ones that are telling you, you're not good enough. You're the only mom who lost her patience with her kids today. You're the only one whose kid is struggling with her reading or whatever it is. And I think once you link arms with other homeschoolers, you realize, oh, I'm not the only one. And there's encouragement in that, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Well, think about, you know, when your child is in school, they kind of have a ready-made peer group. But when we choose to homeschool, we have to be very intentional so that we're not lonely and isolated. We need to look for peers for our kids, build intentionality in connecting and building friendships and other people that we can enjoy this learning experience with along the way. Yeah, it's important. So talk to the parents. There are a lot of people right now because of COVID. There are a lot of people right now who are just dipping their feet into the waters of homeschooling and they're doing it in a really weird time, right? Because a lot of things aren't open. You know, I think it's really easy to think, especially right now, well, homeschooling is so isolating because everything's closed because homeschooling is anything but isolating. I mean, for goodness sake, if I took advantage and I I know I'd I'd love to hear your perspective because I bet you're going to agree. If I took advantage of every opportunity that was given to my kids by virtue of the fact that we homeschool them, we would literally never be home. 
Oh, you're 100% right. I always laughed in all the years that I homeschooled my kids when people would talk about, what about socialization? The reality is there are so many great opportunities available to our kids that we have to be intentional about staying home and getting our schoolwork done in addition to all those great things. And also kind of picking and choosing because there can be so many amazing opportunities that you can't do them all and do them all well without being frazzled and frenzied and running around like a chicken with your head cut off. So you want to be, you know, choose wisely. What are the best things for this season for my child? Whatever their interests or their passions are, you know, for my girls, it was dance and music. And my youngest uh, was huge on horseback riding. We also did things like, oh, we did a ton of field trips We were in a homeschool bowling league that met for a while. There was a gentleman who was teaching a homeschool writing class, and he let the kids and the moms both write, which my kids laughed and thought it was weird that I actually wrote a paper. (laughs) But I had a good time participating. And those were places where those moms we had met at PE all the years ago, we would still run into the same families at the Spelling Bee and the Geography Bee and Team Pact at the State Capitol and, you know, all those things. It's amazing how big the homeschool community is and yet yes. how small it is. Yeah, it's really true. Something that I really appreciate about you, and I've I've heard you talk to brand new homeschoolers uh, when I was at AFI and, uh, you know, just kind of at lurking as I do listening to other speakers. And one of the things I remember you saying, and I, it so resonated with me was that it's very important and probably more important than I think people realize, because we don't give it a lot of airtime that moms, they need to understand that when you're in a season of your life, when you've got, you know, a, a newborn and maybe you've got a three-year-old and a newborn and a six-year-old, you don't need a bunch of extra things. It's okay. I mean, unless you need it for yourself. I think this is not as much for your children as it is for you to kind of nurture your own soul and your own spirit, but it's okay just to enjoy those years at home with your children and immerse yourself in mothering and in homeschooling and in homemaking. And there's a, there's a freedom in that. And I know I look back on my life, you know, I'm, my oldest is 30 now, almost 30. So I, I can feel sort of melancholy looking back at those early years and just There are many times that I wish I could just stop the clock and go back and just be at home with the kids sitting around the fire and I'm reading about a duck named Ping to them. And those are times that you really can never get back. So it's really important not to overload your calendar. I agree 100%. We, like I said, you can become very frenzied and we have to add this and, oh, my friends are doing this co-op and my friends are doing this whatever. And other homeschool mom's daughter is a, you know, piano prodigy. So my child should play piano. Well, God created each child with unique callings on their life and gifts and abilities. And we need to nurture our own children and not get caught up in the look what everybody else is doing. Um, And so there's a lot available and it's amazing to just be able to explore those things your kids are interested in. But I completely agree with spending time, like having those quiet days. I remember when there was, you know, maybe it was a rainy day here in Arizona, which is kind of rare, and PE was canceled. And we had got to have the day at home and how thrilling it was to have nowhere to go for a day, you know, and we can become over committed and over busy and then miss those sweet moments. Like I would give anything to go back now and have another day to sit on the couch and do a read aloud with the girls or make a craft project or a science experiment or something. And, you know, it's sweet to look back um, 
but but those were those moments that if you're too busy, you miss them, and we don't want yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. For the people who are going, all right, I'm settling into this. Where do they start? You know, somebody's in Minnesota <laughs> uh, and and they're starting to feel like, okay, I need to meet some people. I need some encouragement. How do people start finding their people? Sure. Um, well, this is the great thing about the day we live in. And also one of the challenging things is social media world. We have a lot of access, sometimes too much access. Yeah, sometimes yeah, we yeah. Need it's to a love-hate disconnect. But, you know, there are Facebook groups that by geographic area for homeschool families, um, that can be a great way to get connected. Um, like for us, I looked for two or three other families. And over the course of our homeschool journey, we did a couple of, I think it was three or four different small co-op experiences, just me and two or three friends and their kids. You know, like once we did a 12-week unit study on the human body. And one year we did a all year long US geography study where we met every other week. And so there's ways to, if you know one other homeschool family, you can have a once a month, once a week, twice a month, get together and study something. You know, maybe it's a literature club or a book discussion or something where things that if it's just you and your one child or your two children, you know, they can't probably practice speech and debate. But if they're in a group where they can share thoughts, you know, there's a lot of advantages. But as far as finding people, look at church, look in your community around you. I think Facebook groups can be a really great way to at least find, oh, there's more people in my area that are homeschooling. But then, you know, you can check with your statewide homeschool organization. And there is a Christian statewide homeschool organization in almost every state. If not, there are some bigger organizations. But almost all of them provide a list of homeschool groups or co-ops in their state. And if you connect with your statewide homeschool organization, they can also provide accurate information about homeschooling in your state so that you're familiar with the laws and those kind of things. Probably the best way to find your statewide homeschool organization is a national website called homeschoolfreedom.com. And there's a tab at the top that says get connected and you'll find a list of all the state orgs. You know, so just if you can find one friend, they probably have homeschool friends. And then, you know, there are support groups in your area that probably meet for field trips or co-ops or mom's night out. So there's a lot available, but you're right. Coronavirus has made things a little bit challenging and things look a little bit different. But everybody that I've talked to is finding ways to still get together, to still connect, to still build friendships and have those enrichment opportunities. Yeah. And I think some of the people that are listening to this, I mean, you know what, when I started homeschooling and we were living in, uh, in little Mount Vernon, Washington, and I, I don't know, I was probably maybe two years into it. And I really was lonely because we'd moved from one community into another. I really didn't know very many people couldn't find a homeschool organization. So I started my own. I heard of a homeschool mom not too long ago. She started a homeschool cooperative and their whole big thing was freedom. They're teaching their kids about the constitution. They're teaching their kids. I mean, they're very much, they're raising a whole bunch of patriots. Oh, right? I love that. And I love it too. And so these guys are getting together and they're doing, you know, they were making salt maps of the, you know, the 13 original colonies and all of those things. And this is because it was a similar passion. So find your passion. And I think when you find your passion, you can find your people. 
Absolutely. And it, it doesn't have to be in existence, right, Nancy? I mean, you're you're a oh, pioneer. Yeah. You can create your own thing. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's, you know, what we did was I, like I said, I found two or three other friends and we talked about, okay, here's the ages and interests of our kids. I think there were nine kids at the time. What are we interested in doing and studying? And what do you know? You know, what are you good at? And what am I good at? And how do we contribute together? And, you know, it just made for something to look forward to outside of the house or in the house if everybody was coming to my house that day. But, you know, just one other good friend is a great launch point to meet other people and make you don't need all the friends in the world a couple of really good ones who have a good solid vision. I think that's a thing that matters too in this homeschool journey. You asked about people who are find themselves homeschooling because of COVID. You, it takes a little while to get a rhythm and a routine. Your kids, if they've been in school, aren't used to seeing you as their teacher. And so there's a relational adjustment. There's a rhythm you got to get into in your home. And it's okay if it takes time. It's okay if the curriculum you chose doesn't work out. You can choose something else. You know, curriculum's just a tool to help you along the way. But there's so many people around who are encouragers and want to want to see others succeed. And so connect with a local homeschool group, I think, is probably the key to finding someone in your area that's willing to kind of walk alongside you and answer questions and, you know, just remind you, hey, nobody has your child's best interest at heart like you do as their mom or dad. It's so true. And I think that actually needs to be the mantra of every parent right now, especially when we're what we're facing in the schools. And it needs to be that parents who are the ones that love their children more than anyone else in the whole world, we should never relinquish the decision making for our children to anyone else. Those decisions belong with parents. They belong with parents with regard to education, they with, with regard to medication, right? And to our medical care, all those things. Parents are the ones who really do love their children the most. And I think too, you know, as you're talking about this, Nancy, I was like in my head, I was like, you know why we should, every church in the United States should have some sort of homeschool support group. Every single church should be saying, hey, we're going to help you guys. We're going to help you guys do this thing by giving you, maybe it's a room once a month and you do mom's night out, or you come up with something that's creative where the moms can really pour into other moms. Or if Nancy, you and I were talking about this the other day on the phone, the importance of mentor moms. So talk to the moms for just a minute in the last like three minutes that we have left. The moms who are like you and I, who've already graduated our children. Of course, I'm perpetually homeschooling because I had uh, seven children over 20 years. <laughs> but talk to the moms who have graduated their kids or they're getting close to it and they could actually move from being like this active homeschool mom into a position of mentoring other moms. How important is that? Oh, it's so crucial. I think a lot of moms that I've known over the years felt like, okay, well, I'm done homeschooling, so I'm done volunteering, I'm done serving in the local homeschool group. And, you know, that's the time when we need those moms the most. And it was such a, a joy for James and I. We graduated our youngest in 2010, and we stayed on serving on the board of directors for the Arizona State Homeschool Organization, you know, until, well, for another yeah, you were for, yeah, I was going to say, years, hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just it was really great to be able to take what I knew, my experience, and now I wasn't, had, didn't have my days filled with lesson planning and laundry for children and, you know, all the things that happen in your house and driving them around and whatever. And, but 
the experience that we had and the knowledge that I have and the joy that I have in seeing families thrive is still there. And so, you know, there are ways to really support the work of a local homeschool group or your statewide organization or just be there as an encouragement for a new homeschool mom. We have so much that, you know, when you're at the end, you can look back and go, okay, I see where I would have done this differently, or I learned from this experience. And other moms can benefit from those little gems that you've learned along the way. Yeah, it's so important. Years and years ago, when I did uh, my first interview with uh, Dr. Dobson, he asked me what I thought about retirement. This was probably 16 years ago, and I, and, uh, I, you know, I was pregnant, and I looked down on my belly, and I was like, it's not anywhere in my immediate future. I can tell you that right now. He said, well, guess what, Heidi? It's not in the Bible. Like, we don't actually get to quit. We might retire from a job, or we might retire from homeschooling, or whatever it is, but God still calls us out of our comfort zone, off the bench, onto the battlefield, until the Lord calls us home. He has something he wants us to do. And I feel like that part of ministry is just really, really important. Well, Nancy Manos, you are a treasure. And I'm so thankful that you came on here to encourage uh, the moms and dads who are listening, a lot of them who are new homeschoolers and where to find their people. And that website, one more time, was what? It was homeschool... Homeschoolfreedom.com. And that is a network of, a national network of statewide homeschool organizations. Thank you, my friend. I have so loved talking with you. Let's do it again. This is awesome. You know, my prayer is for families to just find not only that rhythm and routine with their home, but joy in spending time with their children, those aha moments with their kids as they see their child, like something they were struggling with, and now they've overcome it. There is something cherished about getting to walk day by day with your children as they grow and mature, as you grow and mature, and and to just find joy, to enjoy your children. That would be my, if there's nothing else you do, Look your kids in the eye, smile at them, let them know that you not only love them, but you like them and um, that you would really feel fulfilled. You know, I just my heart is that moms and dads would feel satisfied in this investment because it's a sacrifice and it is an investment. But you know what? It's rewarding. And I think it honors the Lord when we teach and train our children at home. Boy, that's so good. And it's so important. I love that. That's a great note to end this on. Just enjoy your kids. Enjoy the time that you have at home with them. It really does go by fast and it's worth investing in. So find your people and get plugged in and more than anything else, just love your family. Nancy Manos, thank you so much for joining us on the program. Uh, I'll look forward to having you back on again. For more information about today's guest, go to my website, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast, and you guys can download the show notes. Uh, we want to encourage you, and we're going to link back to homeschoolfreedom.com today. You guys, find your people, find your passion, and find your people, and love your families well. Thanks for tuning in today, you guys. It's been a joy to have you. Tomorrow, my friend Sam Sorbo is going to be on the show with me today, and we're going to meet you right back here at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.